All righty, Steve. It's been a bit. It's been a little bit. Yeah. yeah we had some shit going on. Yeah. Life happens. <laughs> we did not have time to devote. But we're back. We're back. And uh, I think that it calls for something. It calls for... Uh, I'm back with the uh, soundboard. Ah. I am back with the soundboard. <laughs> Steve oh, got a oops. new podcasting toy. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, life got in the way a little bit. Had some some big family uh, events. Yours uh, are much bigger than mine. Yeah. Some, you know, everything's cool. Everything's good. Everybody's okay. There were some health-related issues happening within my family that uh, required some immediate and urgent attention from me that was completely unavoidable so being the only child in a family a lot of responsibility gets thrown at you (laughs) when when things go wrong (laughs) it's not to say we didn't try it just didn't line up yeah there was no way that we were going to be able to to get everything to come together so sorry about the little break but uh we're back in action yes we're here we're queer get used to it wow I, i need to turn myself up a little bit no we're not queer but hey you know that's okay if you are it's so definitely yes Yes. Um, all right. So, uh, another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am your host for the day, Frank. And I am your co-host for the week, Steve. Yeah. We're doing this alternating co-host thing. You know, we explained it a couple of weeks ago. If you know the drill. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you guys got it. All right. So. Nerds of Unusual Origin. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. This no. is you. Oh, uh, it is. Yes. yes, it is me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Man, the wheels have just barely stayed on this wagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. You forget things. You go to just say it because you did it for so long. Yeah. Fucking... All right. Here we are. All right. Nerds of Unusual Origins, a weekly podcast where we will take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss. <laughs> See? Okay, the wheels are falling off. <laughs> we will discuss movies, music, and more, as well as some other stuff that we obsess over. Yes. All righty. So, a uh, few things going down this week in the episode. We're, we uh, we watched The Breakfast Club. We did. So, we're going to do some discussion on that. Um, Steve, you've been uh, beta testing. Beta testing iOS 15 Ye- on both my iPad and my iPhone. Yes. So we're going to get into that. And uh, my wife finally did something that I've been nagging her to do for years. And we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about Loki, but he's not caught up. So yeah, next week. I'm, I'm one episode behind. Yeah. So again, real life got in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes. So you wanted to, you're, you're not even telling me about this. All right. Two so drunk dads. Yes, we're doing two. This is our little segment called two drunk dads. We'll have to get a, a drop for the soundboard for the two drunk dads or something stupid like that. Anyway. Um, so. <gasps> Ooh, I got it. You got it. No, okay. I don't have a drop. I got the, I know who to go to for it. Okay. Nice. So uh special shout out to uh, McKinley's Liquors in, in Holden, Mass. Uh, I was there with a friend who frequents that store and um, the, the owner basically has a little secret stash in back of the store that he holds for people that he deems are worthy of a trial. So hold on before we go yes. there. I'm giving you a hint and I don't expect you to get it, sure. but I'm working on a special guest. You're working on a special guest. And the hint is words that you said. 
Secret stash. Secret stash. Okay. I'll tell you off air. Okay, fine. Ooh, there's a teaser. Um, So, uh, the name of this beer is um, Edge of the Desert by Great Notion. It's got a very uh, 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 Hunter S. Thompson vibe. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, it kind of looks a little bit like, you know, uh, an acid trip through Vegas, which, you know, yeah, Hunter S. Thompson. So, we're looking at 5.5%. Uh, ABV. This is a beer that does not fall into a category. I'm looking at this now. Yeah. So it is an ale. So I guess that is the kind of category, but it is super fruity. And also, I don't know. It's deep. So I'm very confused. I don't know what to think of how this is going to taste, but all right, let's do it. All right, here we go. We'll go over the flavor profile in a second. Ooh, I got it all over the mic. Yes. Observe the color, too. I did. <laughs> all over your windscreen. <laughs> what the absolute fuck? That okay. is... Okay. It is... I taste vanilla immediately. Yes. Um, And then it's immediately blackberry. Yeah. It's like vanilla, then blackberry. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. I didn't see orange, but I taste orange. Okay. Uh, it uh, it could be the cherry mixed with the cinnamon. Yeah. All right. So the flavor profile on the side of the can: tart ale with blackberry, raspberry, cherry, cinnamon, hazelnut flavor, and vanilla flavor. It and ends, if you actually read through that list, you can taste every you single can taste thing. Everything in perfect balance. Yep. There's nothing to me that leaps out in front of any other flavor. You still have some like beer soaking into your windscreen. Oh, it's there. fine. <laughs> that's all right. It's that's added flavor. It, for next time. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely. I almost said disgusting. But it, that's not the word I wanted to use. This is absolutely amazing. So, have you ever had mold wine? No. Okay, so mulled wine has... Mold? Mold, mold M-U-L-L-E-D. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said right? mold. No. Like M-O-L-E-D. No. <laughs> M- like no. molded, not mold. Like, uh, like oh, okay. Um, kind of like port wine, but mold. Uh, that sounds horrible. Uh, but no, this this stuff's great. So mold, mold red wine has a lot of these flavors in it, like, you know, currants and cherries and... And blackberries. What's the processing in it? Do you know? So usually mulled wine has mulling spices, which are uh, clove, cinnamon, um, nutmeg, hazelnut, a lot of those like dark toasty kind of flavors. Yeah. um, On top of like the actual flavor of the wine, which gets all heated up Mm -hmm. and, and then you drink it hot. You know, really, yeah, it's almost like a hot toddy, but with wine, kind of, yeah. So you get a lot of these deep flavors, and this beer reminds me a lot of mulled wine. I'll have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a little sticky, you know, kind of like it makes your lips a little sticky. I'd say it's almost like a sour. It's like sour adjacent. Yeah. Like it's intended to be sour, but I don't taste it. It's delicious. though. I love this. Uh, Also, I mean, (laughs) I don't know where this came from. We're recording on a whole new setup. Tell it, let us know how it sounds. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm very excited about it. And it, it. It sounds good in the cans. Yeah, right I now. really, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think you sound way better. Yep. than going between our two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's gonna make. So it. one, I was remarking to Steve before we get off the beer. This is the most expensive beer I've ever bought. 
So, you know, it, it might not be that expensive to Steve, but this was $23 for a four pack. For a four pack. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Right. Um, so my, my friend that I was with, Mike, he, he, the four pack he got was $26. What did he get? He got it. So he got, so this is, this is from Portland. Like I said, he got this other, um, beer that was from Colorado. I forgot the name of it. I wish I could remember, but there's, so there's a, uh, there's a surgeon in who lives in Holden, the town where this liquor store is. Yeah. And this guy can only get this beer twice a year. Really? And so he buys a couple of few cases of it because it's a very limited quantity and specifically for this surgeon to come in and he sold us a four pack out of it. Oh boy. Yeah. And huh. it it was um it was an it wasn't an IPA, it was kind of like a sour somewhat similar to this. However, it wasn't quite as fruity, but it had toasted marshmallow Oh, God damn, I love toasted marshmallow. Yeah, it had toasted marshmallow and vanilla notes in it, and it was unbelievably good. It was phenomenal. I might try so, to go to this liquor store. <laughs> it, it, it's worth it. It's funny. It looks like a typical, like, crappy packy. You know, mm. like, you're, you, you, you just drive by it, and it's like, meh, whatever, you know? But it, when you go in, and the guy, the guy was super nice. I think he's Egyptian, but... You know what's funny... Super, super nice guy. Not intending to sound stereotypical. There is a liquor store called Luke's in Palmer, Massachusetts. Yep. The guy only buys craft beers. Like for 90% of what he has is craft beer, but he, and he'll have like one cooler with like the shit nobody else will buy. Yep. Because he's like, I don't want to sell to these people, but I will. Right. I might not put that in there in case somebody listens like, <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, but no, uh, like he is also of a Eastern European. Like, like a Middle Eastern kind of descent. Yeah. Yeah. But nicest dude in the world. Mm -hmm. He knows his stuff. And is that the sells, guy by your house? No. no you said Palmer. Okay. Palmer, yeah. Raj knows his stuff too. Oh, okay, yeah. But that's that's I live in Spencer, Mass. There's a uh, liquor store called Liquor Barn, and he gets some really good beers. Yeah, as well. he's a wicked nice guy. Oh yeah. Hey, um, you need some help? Yeah. What do you got? I have this. You like this? You like? Th he knows you. Yeah. That's how this guy was when when me and Mike walked in. He knew Mike because Mike frequents the place, and uh, he he immediately was like, "I know you like sours. You got to check this stuff out." But like the only way to get to it was through like the locked door of the walk-in <laughs> around the back. Like yep. it's not on display anywhere in the store, you know. So it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. You have to like walk into the cooler and rummage around, and it's like hidden in the corner. Nice, you know. Yeah, that's definitely awesome when stuff like that works. Yeah, the I, right way. I mean, I would I would never spend this much on a four pack of beer, I but would. knowing that there are four packs of beers that taste like this. I would almost happily do it. To me, it's like buying a bottle of wine. Yeah. For me, like, you know that I've spent stupid amounts of money on beer. Yeah. Hello, Treehouse. Yeah. Which, oh, let's talk about that in a minute. But yeah, mm -hmm. I... I uh, we can go on a beer tangent this podcast. Yeah. We've got some room to, to, yeah. to, to move. Um, I, I definitely gone out and found beers that I'm in love with. And I will spend $30 because I have spent $30. I've spent $30 on a, like... Uh, not even a 40 ounce, but like one of those big bottles, almost like a 750 of beer, mm -hmm. but, and it was never intended to be drank, but I just, I didn't get desperate. I just wanted to really try it. Yeah. A vertical Epic is the name of the beer and they make, they, from 2000 to 2000 and 
2012, I want to say. Yes, 2012. They came out with a beer that was like 111-222-333-444 to 12. Sure. And it it was amazing. I got it. Uh, I think I spent like 36 bucks on it because it was super limited edition. And I waited six months and drank it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, but it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. it's It was like craft beer before that whole like explosion happened mm-hmm. of craft beers. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. Treehouse. Yeah. During the pandemic. They, I've never been to Treehouse. So I, we have to go. They are open for pints now for pints yeah oh they okay cool yeah so nice. next so, time this weekend maybe maybe we'll see yeah we'll see uh uh sorry during the pandemic yeah they were open to pre-orders only and you had to buy a case a case is over a hundred dollars right it's like that's 130 stupid. bucks yeah they have since since massachusetts opened up changed their whole policy and you can go in and buy stuff but now it's a 65 dollar limit people oh. used to just go in there to buy a four pack and go home right you have to buy five four packs be- to like meet their thing that's insane and they won't sell in stores so like it's it's like if you want it you got to get it and if you have a special occasion which i have one coming up yeah i wanted some treehouse i don't know that i want 65 dollars worth of treehouse yeah sure so especially if it's like some random party where like some, you know, some yuppies exactly. could show up and drink your hellacious beer, you know, that <laughs> your fortune 500 beer. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's just as good as the beer is. It's yeah. not $65 for however much you get good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I haven't been to Treehouse yet. I want to go. Um, pandemic happened, but I'm also like, you, you know, this, I'm not a big IPA guy. And I know that's like, that's their thing. No, they, they're the ones that perfected the new England IPA. Your, yeah. your fruit. Yeah. They're the ones like greater good mm-hmm. got their ideas from them. Yeah. That, that they are the pioneers of that, like actual fruit flavor and not enough bitterness. Right. Right. <sighs> okay. That, Oh my God. It tastes good coming up. I know. I know. <laughs> it's a good beer. It's a really good beer. Once again, this is this is um Edge of the Desert by Great Notion. Great Notion. Out of Portland. So man, you you Portland guys, you've got it lucky if this is you know the kind of beer you're turning Portland, out. Portland, Maine, right? No. Oregon. Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A little West Coast flavor. I uh that's surprising. I I'm not a I had a sh- very short-lived, never-came-out podcast called The Finer Beers Club. You can look it up. The only thing you'll hear is the intro we ever had. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm not a huge fan of stuff that comes out of the West Coast. Oh, okay. Unless it's, like, mass-produced. Right. And, like, Lagunitas is about the only one. Mm, yeah, see, I didn't like... I, I, I haven't had anything from Lagunitas that I actually really liked. Have I made you try brown sugar? Yeah. And you didn't like it? Not a big fan. Okay. No. Um, although I did like, so when I was out in San Francisco, I had some Anchor Steam beers. And they have a lot more. Anchor Steam is kind of like the Sam Adams of Northern Coast, California, yeah. you know? So like. They have Anchor Steam stuff you can get out here. You can, but it's generally like their base flavor, you know, like their base flavor kind of beer. And they've got a lot of other flavor beers and it was really good. Plus they sell in like a stubby bottle and I'm a sucker yeah. for a stubby yes. bottle. Red Stripe. Red Stripe. Red like, beer. Yeah, Ure beer. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, old school, um, is it, is it Coors? 
like just straight, cores banquet. Yep. Yeah, straight cores. Yep. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence special. Yeah, they got Cobra the stubby Kai. bottle too. I, lo- I love the stubby bottle. <laughs> we haven't talked about Cobra Kai. Uh, that's because I haven't watched it. You should start. I know I should. I know. I know. I know. I'm having a hard time keeping up with most of the stuff we try to watch anyway. How about so? In a month or two, we do like our our impressions of the whole three seasons, and then when the new season starts, we'll we'll go from there. You want me to watch three seasons of a show in a month? In a month or so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't listen to the whole sentence. You, you pick and choose. What I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll see how it goes. We'll uh, see. We'll see. Um. But yeah. So. Um, before Be- we get on to, sorry, go ahead. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer stuff. is good. Oh, fuck. I wish I had that drop. Yeah. Beer is good. Beer is good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck it. Now I got to get that one. Uh, before we go any further. Sure. Uh, I've been, I said something about a potential special guest. I'm not going to say anything more about that, but we do have two guests coming on the next couple of weeks okay a follow-up from our lady beards episode nice and both of them both justin and ryan are going to come on they'll they'll, you know justin's justin's more uh you're making a lot of hand gestures it's great radio (laughs) for the listener at home i'm doing circles with my hands uh Justin's more like he's been my friend for quite a while. I've known him since I was three. Yeah. He's more character. Like that's not saying Ryan isn't because Ryan's a character as well. Yeah. But like the two of them together is going to make for great, make for great content. Okay. I I thoroughly think it'll be fun. Awesome. Plus one of them rides a one wheel so I can talk to him about that. Yes. Um, That being said, I did try one of their beard balms. Okay. Yes, very much yes. Okay. It's actually probably the best I've tried. Nice. Yeah. I'm interested in that because I tried the one that you gave me. You gave me like uh, one that you didn't quite agree with and it was fine, but it like the, the nice like soft feeling wears off after a couple hours. Yeah. It wasn't there anymore. I, you know? I like have it, to reapply all the time. Yeah. Like it softens, it softened up the, the, the fur for a little bit but then it just kind of i'm trying to remember which one i gave you i forgot it was in some kind of like a black can with white lettering and oh uh, that one uh, i i like it it's got it's more so conditioning that one i can't remember who makes it it's in like a shiny top bottle yes i i'm i like (laughs) Like a little can yeah it's whatever (laughs) sorry Um, about the yawn there yeah i'm not bored You're tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. It's, it's yeah. Monday morning. It's 95 <laughs> degrees today. Oh my God. It was so effing hot. Uh, Steve, Steve is a letter carrier and I work in a sheet metal shop. We don't have air conditioning. Neither of us have <laughs> the luxury of air conditioning at all. So yeah, we're, we're both kind of beat. And then I made the, the foolish decision, not foolish, but I made the decision to take the kids out for ice cream. Ice cream. So here we are in 95 degree heat, 75% humidity, like completely trying to eat ice cream before it turns into soup. He, he, <laughs> he came out to help me get the stuff to bring in he's like oh god it's still hot <laughs> it's still hot it, i mean what god what time did you get here like quarter past nine nine thirty yes and it was still effing hot it's outside still like 80 degrees I, I yeah that yeah no thanks so yeah it's 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 hellaciously hot it's gonna be supposedly worse tomorrow and then wednesday 
Um, again, a lot of humidity, but I've got a, a, a Woo Sox game, a Worcester Red Sox game that night. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm hoping it cools down a little bit in the evening. It might. Because I know there was like threats of possible showers and I'm just hoping that just turns into like slightly cooler weather. Nice. Yeah. 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 I, I love the Woo Sox. Oh yeah. It, it, it's a riot. Uh, we're going to a game. Yes. July 18th. July 18th. So we, that is happening? I believe so. It may not be with kids though. Okay. With their good seats. All right. Whatever. I'm down with that. All right. Like a guy's game? Yeah. Okay. Might, might be you, my brother, me, uh, and somebody else. Okay. We'll figure it out. Cool. Yeah. I'm down with that. It's uh, it's between third base and home plate. Okay. That's where my- Row that's, four. That's where, yeah. So my company's um, season tickets are row six. Same same oh. area. Uh, nice. Yeah. Sweet. So anyway. I have one quick question. Sure. This beer. Is yes. Is there- sediment in there or is there yes. like it almost tastes like there's pieces of blackberry in it yes there's definitely solid like fruit remnants so yeah once in a while you get like a little something something yeah i like it it's tart uh, it, it's good <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh uh, this soundboard's gonna be way better it's gonna be a thing because now it's actually succinct to the timing yeah. of something happening. I know. It's um, great. Let's start the show. We're 20 yeah. minutes in. We're 20 minutes in. <clears throat> Where do you want to start? All right. So uh, we've been th- we've been trying to get this to happen for a couple of weeks. We finally watched The Breakfast Club. Yes. Yeah. So classic, in my opinion. An absolute classic. John Hughes, 1985. You know when you let go of a movie that you're in love with? Mm-hmm. Be- not, not like let go because you hate it. More so let go because... It's like, uh, you just forget about a lot of it. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Yeah. So like I forgot about nine tenths of this movie. Yeah. It's one of those movies that like, you're not going to watch it all the time, Yeah. you know, and you're going to watch it like once every 10 years or whatever. And when you do, you're going to go, Oh my God, I forgot about how good of a movie this is. Yeah. My wife actually helped me do notes for this. Oh. She pointed out stuff that I didn't necessarily pay attention to. Sure. Which I, uh, I'm like wicked happy she did because it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. It's like, it's relatively nostalgic seeing a movie open with a marquee. Like yeah. the name showing up. You don't see that in movies anymore. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. It, it, it's only like, it's only like uh, directors like Guy Ritchie and, Mm-hmm. And and you know the, the the niche actors Quentin Tarantino, it was it was definitely pretty sweet to see. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, it was it's a movie from a different time, but for me, the subject matter is still just as relevant. Yes, it's funny because like you don't think about it, and it ends up like. I did Saturday school a lot in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was a rebel. Uh, for all intents and purposes, I was Bender. Yeah. Um, I was going to get into this later on, like uh, the, the character you identify with the most. Oh, boy. That's, okay. I won't go any further with that then. Yeah. Um, so some of the notes that I, uh, I took, I'm, I got to go to it. Uh, Molly Ringwald's character, Claire. Yes. Did you get creepy dad vibes? Okay, you're going to have to go a little further into this one. 
like when she's getting out of the car with her dad yeah he's like okay honey well, here you go <laughs> like handing her the, the the what you find out later to be the sushi bowl yeah but it's almost like it just it was just like mm. you know i didn't get it <laughs> No, I didn't get creepy dad vibes off of it. I can see how you would. I got it. You know, I mean, her character, like she's, she's coddled and privileged and her parents are constantly, so her parents don't get along, but they're constantly trying to win her over to their side. You know, actually, when I wrote the note down, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then I remembered it came back up and I didn't didn't put the two together and now i kind of feel like a dumbass no 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 don't feel like a dumbass because it, it's like it it's when they're you know in the movie when they're each talking about their upbringing or their home life yeah you know and she talks about how like her parents are constantly trying to use her in arguments against the other yeah and they're giving her gifts to like get one, one right over the other yeah I yeah so i now. think it was just part and parcel of the uh the character's upbringing yeah you know okay but i could see how you would get creepy dad vibes out of it though sweet old bmw though oh yeah that thing is pretty cool there's (laughs) another part later on in the movie that like Mm -hmm. oh it's probably what what i'll end my whole thing with but yeah um what do you got anything any notes or anything did you take anything i didn't take any notes no i didn't i didn't take notes i i I watched it. Um, it had been a long time since I'd seen this movie and I was in the same boat. I forgot. Yeah. 90%. You, you remember the key moments, the, the key phrases and the catchphrases, the mess with the bull, you get the horns and could you describe, could the, you ruckus describe the ruckus? I mean, it's all classic. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> that being said, yeah, I, I have an album out on Spotify. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, I think I've mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. Case of the Mondays, the name of the album is References. One of the song's names is Could You Describe the Ruckus, Sir? Yeah. And we're sitting there, we're watching the movie. I look at my wife, and she's looking at the TV, and he goes, what happened to the ruckus? And he's like, what ruckus? I, I didn't hear any ruckus. And then mm-hmm. you hear Michael C. No, Anthony Michael Hall go, could you describe the ruckus, sir? And I went, yeah. Yeah. She was like, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I don't know why I'm su- not surprised. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, I digress. I digest. Oh, but I digest. Uh, hashtag <laughs> I digest. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, it's so funny because, you know, I'm a lot older than these characters now. Not yes and no. Well, like, no, like I'm 37 years no, old. Yeah, the the no, characters no. are 16 year old. Yeah. High school students. That was another thing was like, they were, most of them were, mid 20s yeah that that's that's pretty par for the course though in, in hollywood you know you get judd nelson was damn near 30 oh yeah yeah <laughs> like I mean, he, he, he was an old fart you know in comparison to the other to the other actors but you know it, it it's so funny you kind of divorce yourself from your um your adolescent life yeah you know at at this stage because we you know we have families we're married we got kids yeah we got careers and and you don't think that like there's anything you can relate to in a in a what is essentially a teenage film like the film's geared towards teenagers yeah you know but it's like the nostalgia gets you too though yeah but man the things that you know the, the 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 things that they tackle in this movie it's like you can there's one of these five characters you can cling on to and go like, yeah, I, I can relate. I can see where you're coming from because something similar happened to me. That being said, I don't, I don't know if you uh, agree with this or associate with this or anything. I wasn't a huge fan of the, like 
how the stereotypes of each individual person were. Like the jock was too like over the top a little yeah. bit, but then he you know calmed down. Yeah. And the the bad guy was, you know, a little over the top, but then mm-hmm. he calmed down. Sure. And then the depressive one, like that one, that one was like 80s. Ali Sheedy's character. Yeah. yeah. It was like 80s, meh. Yeah. It, it um, well, he, here would be my explanation slash argument to that. If you don't start off at an extreme with each character type, you don't, you might not get a clear idea as to what they're about, you know? So that, and I think they're, <laughs> okay, so we're recording, if, if that made it through, we're recording in a basement and some water definitely just like went through the pipes, but. Um, I'll do my best to not let that through. <laughs> no, it's fine. It, it's like. But yeah, no, yeah. You know, you know, so, so that, and, and, you know, these five people don't interact with each other on a daily basis at the school. Yes. They all exist. They all exist around each other, but very clearly from a different clique. The weirdest part about that. The only people I could see are, um, are Molly Ringwald and Emilio Estevez's characters. And I was like, Emilio. Yeah, I know. I, 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 every time I see Emilio Estevez, I immediately think of that movie. Speaking of <laughs> Emilio Estevez, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yeah. Good show. What the show? Yeah, Stacy's watched it a couple times with the kids. It hits you right in the nostalgic feels. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet because I've, I've kind of like I don't know. I, I Mighty it's Ducks okay. don't one. Worry about it. Yeah, Mighty Ducks one was great. Mighty Ducks two was pretty good. I didn't. If you see say the, three sucks. I didn't see the third one because at that point I was kind of over it. I have a Mighty Ducks tattoo. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Bash brother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah, like the stereotypes just bothered me. Like sure. It, 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 because they're not real. They're not real, but they're, they're a, a super exaggeration of what, like, what you yeah. would assume it to have been then. Yeah, and it like it was never like that, in my opinion. No, I, it wasn't quite like that when when I was in high school. But I, I I think that like it's just it's basically like the the characters wearing their personality on their sleeve. Yeah, I get it. Essentially, you know, like you it it. it very clearly defined their differences you know because that's what the movie starts off with is look at what's different about each of these characters true you know the jock the princess as they say the jock the princess the brain the basket case the criminal you know yeah so like their roles are very clearly established in the school structure in in the high school structure you're out okay we can we can get more beer i i I don't have any more of this no it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i've got plenty of other things to drink (laughs) um no uh, no it's uh, yeah I, i get what you mean but the other thing that you said kind of was annoying too it was uh they they all exist within the same space yep I find it extremely hard to believe that none of them were friends. Or not friends. They didn't associate with somebody else. Mm. Especially, I, obviously, I don't know what school, high school was like in the 80s. Yeah. Because I was, you know, just born. Right. But, like, I, Excuse me. in high school, was, I was the goth kid. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. I was a goth kid, but I was friends with nerds. I was friends with jocks. I was friends with the fucking bullies. Like, I was part of the every click yeah i really don't see it that much different 20 years prior yeah i 
I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a goth kid. I was a, a closeted metalhead, but oh, and, I was and too. Nerd. Just and and I was in the same thing. I had my fingers in every pot, you know, as far as like the click goes. Yep. But I never once fully fit in with any of them. Yeah, that's. Pretty I was much never where fully I was. accepted into any click, so I was just kind of floating around. When you know, like would one, I say that, like one ass, one you know, for a little bit, I would cling on to like the the jockey type of people. Well, actually, no, that's like the one click I never really got into was the jocks. Yeah, you know, but yeah, the band geeks, absolutely the the metal kids, the you know the the some of the popular kids I got along yeah. with. Okay. But, I was the kid in high school. I was the kid everybody knew, but wasn't necessarily friends with them. Right, exactly. That that's how I was too. And maybe that's why you feel like you the stereotypes, stereotypes were bothered me. Yeah, bothered you because neither of us really fit in perfectly with any of them. That makes sense. I get it. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So you know, yeah. The movie starts off, and they're all very clearly defined in their roles in the social structure and hierarchy of this high school which for all we know that could be like one of those 3000 student high schools i mean it was in a that suburb of chicago true. and it, i mean look, the si- yeah the size of the school the way it's depicted was in my opinion pretty huge that library was like effing gigantic yes compared to the libraries that i had in my schools yes you know so so it could very well be possible that they never really did I, they probably all knew about each other, but they didn't interact with each okay. other at all. It just it, it it made it just seem weird, like they didn't know and who either any of the other other. They didn't know who each other were like at all, yeah. except for Emilio Estevez and Molly Ringwald, because they, they were the popular guys. Yeah, they were in like, with yeah, that crowd. They basically like he basically said she was a slut. Yeah, and obviously you find out that's not true. Sure, but yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and then gradually and i think the movie does a really good job of of gradually these they break characters the shell. realizing they have a hell of a lot more in common than yeah what's on the surface yeah and I, like know. john bender trying to push buttons to mm-hmm. try, I, I what do you think he's pushing buttons for do you think he was trying to make a friend or do you think he was really just trying to annoy the piss out of them i think it's what any classic bully slash um class clown class clown is is they're just trying to compensate for some kind of shortcoming in their life by becoming a spectacle okay yeah that's I, I, what yeah. i always thought about the class clowns when i was in high school okay it, it was like okay you've got some effed up shit going on at in some aspect of your life and this is your way of dealing with it and you know like that's that's how i looked at his character you know it, like that type of shit never impressed me in school. It didn't impress me in the movie. So I just kind of like looked at him like, all right, you're just showing off, you know, and establishing this like pseudo alpha male. Like I am intentionally being a dick because that's all I have. Okay. I get it. Um, I want, I want to talk about lunch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the lunches were the weirdest fucking amalgamation of everything, especially Ali Sheedy's. It was Captain Crunch, Pixie Stick, yeah, uh, peanut butter, um, a Coke that she only drank the foam out of when it exploded. 
uh, no, it was butter, not even peanut butter, butter. It was just butter. It, look, it might have been peanut butter, but like it looked like butter. Oh my god! I was just uh, when I I wrote down butter. Yeah, pixie stick. And I Captain thought it was Krebs. peanut butter. It, it was. <laughs> it looked too yellow on my screen, but yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, I know. That I remember doing sandwich between two pieces of bread. <laughs> I remember being that kid that somebody could make a sandwich of whatever. Yeah. And I'd still eat it. Yeah. I, I had a friend make like a bologna, mustard, Colgate, and <laughs> Colgate, <laughs> olives and something sandwich. And I ate it. I threw up immediately oh, afterwards, but my God. I still fucking ate it. I ate, I ate an earthworm. So, you know. Nope. <laughs> uh, no. The first time I tried sushi. And when I say sushi, it was a California roll. So, so not even really sushi. <laughs> I was I was at the restaurant. I took a bite. of some Yankee like, sushi. <laughs> and yeah, you took a bite of <laughs> cooked ingredients <laughs> exactly it was my mind wasn't there so obviously like <laughs> oh that's hilarious i fucking hate my childhood sometimes <laughs> um yeah do you want to stop for a minute and grab a beer yeah let's pause we're gonna take a beer break cool and we're back hey we're back that probably sounded like nothing to you guys that would be a great spot for us to put in a commercial break for any hashtag sponsors we may have a sponsor after it would be excellent if we had a sponsor do you like beard oil <laughs> yeah that kind of thing do you have a beard i can't wait i can't wait to do a plug oh my god i'm so looking forward to doing like a pre-recorded commercial i do uh, i do like the idea yeah I'm, I'm pumped about that all right so real quick before we get back into breakfast club talk uh, uh i'm going over the I'm, I'm finally having this peanut butter stout that um steve gave me like weeks ago from candy maker so i don't know i'm looking forward to it we'll do a quick a quick peanut butter stout two drunk dads part two yep it's very good it's like it reminds me of Reese's peanut butter puffs. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Which is my favorite cereal of all time. And I usually don't get it because I'll eat the whole box in, in like one sitting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There's so many cereals that are like that. <laughs> Speaking of cereals, Captain, Captain Crunch Berries is probably my other. I haven't had that in 15 years. I love Captain Crunch Berries so much. I have some upstairs. It's so good. Don't tell me that. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, speaking of cereals, Ghostbusters has a cereal out. Another one? Yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal. I might have shown you the box already. Mm -hmm. uh, they also have marshmallows out right now. Does it do anything crazy with like no. turning the milk green? Or no, anything it's like not that? even green. Ah! They're red. It's like strawberry kicks yeah. and marshmallows. I don't agree. I don't either. <laughs> I just bu I bought two. I yeah, bought one to eat the box. One to, yeah. one to hold on to. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. <laughs> Breakfast Club. We're going uh, back into it. Yeah, back, 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 back. So yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of this movie that you forget about. That's just awesome, though. You know, um, Bender climbing over the the ceiling. I totally forgot about that whole thing. How he gets locked in the closet. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the, the, and the uh, principal tries to. Is he the principal? I thought he's he was the, just the teacher. No, he's the principal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure, like, who he was, but now that you, you kind of told me, uh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, can you imagine? There's a lot of, so, okay, one thing I wanted to touch on a little bit was about, like, would this movie fly in 2021? Yeah. Uh, it would. I, I hope there's nobody that will be offended by what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. Hot but take I, alert. I think alert. the current generation of teenagers and 
post-teenage slash college-age students are far too woke for a movie like this. Um, I depending think they on would where be, you are. I think they would be offended by a, a good deal of the movie. I get where you're going with it. I, I understand. You know, I, I just think that, like, some of the subject matter might be a little bit too heavy. Possibly. Yeah. And, and I mean, certainly a lot of the language wouldn't fly. I feel like there'd be a lot of this in there. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> just a place to put a drop. <laughs> Jesus and not Christ. enough this. No, definitely not enough of that. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure, actually, that there's always too much of that. Um, <laughs> Followed by some... Uh... All right. So, yeah, I'm not even acknowledging <laughs> any of this. <laughs> um, I'm not even acknowledging this. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, you know, there's... I'm not entirely sure you could depict um, school kids getting high, in, you know, like under 18 yeah. kids yeah, yeah, yeah. I, all I get getting that. high together in a library, hmm. you know, in school, in detention. Um, you know, you certainly couldn't use some of the language and, and, and uh, subject matter. Like you could not have someone feeling up a chick underneath a desk against her will. That, I didn't even write a note but about, and I f just remembered about it. Yeah, that was, uh, I that part would not fly now. It wouldn't fly now. And I mean, I'm, yeah. You know, the, the, the you know, the, using, all, you know, like the faggot language, fag, yes. all that type of stuff, retard, you can't, you're not, that's not going to fly. Yeah. You know, um, and rightfully so. I mean, Absolutely. you know, this, you know, I think socially we've moved on a bit from, from those descriptors a good majority of the entire population of the world has but you still have those people that are sure stuck. yeah yeah the, the yeah but you know other than that though other than those couple of things i it still to me is a is a fairly timeless movie yes absolutely you um know. i completely agree yeah um one of the other notes that i i I wanted to talk about was you know when they're sitting at the railing after they eat lunch and they're talking about like when they start kind of bonding mm -hmm. there's a in that scene um michael c anthony michael hall why do i keep calling him michael i have c. no idea his, well so his real name is michael anthony hall okay yeah michael he changed anthony it hall. because there was an uh, there was already a michael hall registered in the screen actors guild okay yeah so um, swap the names. Michael Anthony Hall's character just straight up fucking sucks Molly Ringwald. And it's you can tell that it wasn't scripted or anything because she's like, ow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> how did that make it in there? Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't that would not fly today. I, I know. His performance though, so like he's he, always been a, a really good person as a typecast for a nerd yeah he really has but like a lot of nerds you 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 put in for um humor and comedy but like when he broke down and yeah. started crying because he he got he, a b well no no yes but the the other the part that i was um 
going to mention was when they, when they all talk about, so what happens on Monday? When we all go back to school and we all see each other in school, what happens on Monday? Yeah. And Molly Ringwald, very truthfully, and I think honestly, accurately says, well, it's all just going to go back to the way it was. You know, like, I'm not going to associate with you guys. Yeah. You know, and Emilio Estevez. And I was like, Emilio. Tries, yeah, tries to like argue that and she just tells him flat out like no honestly like if he came if he came up to you and in the hallway and you talk to each other she was like the first thing you would do after he walked away is turn around to your friends and cut him up yeah you know i don't know why but i forgot that whole scene yeah so like they're talking about all of that and for me it was the most honest scene in the whole entire movie yeah and then anthony michael hall starts to break down and cry because he genuinely bonded with these people and like expected them to hold up their end of the friendship. Yeah. That, that, that performance to me just totally blew everyone out of else out of the water. But you know, like I thought that he stole the show, uh, at that point, I think anything that he's in is that generally like really good. Yeah. Like he was amazing in weird science. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's weird. Cause like not too long after this movie, he started breaking that typecast. He went through an amazing transformation as a person. Like I didn't even realize who he was for a really long time. Yeah. I think it was uh, no lie. I did not realize who he was until I looked up who the reporter was in the dark Knight rises. No, the dark, uh, the one with the Joker, Dark Knight Rises, right? No, that's the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises is Bane. Okay, I conflate the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea, and I was like, I know that face. And when I looked it up, I was like, Wait, what? Like I had, I, I was no, like, ugh. yeah, yeah. He he's a great actor. I mean, him and um molly ringwald's character i thought had the best performances probably in the whole movie i agree i think bender was so over the top that it was hard to like it was mostly bender's performance excuse me it was mostly bender's performance that kind of took you away that that and the emo thing like uh, oh ali sheedy's character and she comes back and she it she didn't even change much she didn't cut her hair she didn't do anything she put on fucking foundation well yeah yeah <laughs> exactly like claire gives her the makeover you know and and uh and then emilio estevez goes you know oogly, oogly, oogly. yeah his his character i couldn't stand could not stand emilio estevez's performance and the and the character i thought it was so stereotypical this is where I totally agree with like some of the stereotypes were too stereotypical. Yeah. His performance was just too effing stereotypical. You know, even when he was talking about his background and talking about how his dad was like expecting the most out of him and all this stuff, I was kind of like, this is not John Hughes' best writing and best character. Okay. You know, I get it. So. I don't know. I wasn't too nuts about that. I, th- I couldn't under like, was the pot that he smoked laced with Coke? Oh yeah. He did go kind of, <laughs> he went kind of ape shit in that, in the library after he fishbowled himself in that little like research room. Yeah. 
the funniest thing didn't he like break a window or something he broke a window with his screen which i'm hoping was just like metaphorical and wasn't yeah. actually supposed to have happened uh i i want to petition bringing back kick dancing <laughs> uh kick dancing yeah i i'm gonna i can't get it. i can't even do it i need to learn it to do it but it's awesome it's like uh when molly ringwald goes upstairs she oh, does yeah. it like yeah the little in the like yeah the, the like, like quarter turns and stuff yeah it, i know great nobody does that. no that it's way better than any other dancing yeah 80s dancing needs to come back resurgence <laughs> hashtag bringing it back okay <laughs> uh, um i i go no. to a gay club Go to a gay club or a drag show. It's 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 pretty similar to eighties movies. Yeah, well, like as far as that, like lack of inhibition and kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been to I've been to a, like a couple of gay clubs and, dra- and drag shows and stuff. So it's like you kind of see that a little bit that lack of inhibition. Okay. So <laughs> I mean, um, but like. I agree. I was thinking about that. Like that. Yeah. When she's dancing up there on like that stairway, great great that's like the epitome of the 80s right there yeah um i you know me i've been i've been doing looking up trivia little things here and there Mm -hmm. do you know who's supposed to play the janitor yeah oh shit i just i i read this last night too i really think it would have made a huge difference in the movie i'm trying to rick moranis yes right yes yeah i think it would have completely made the movie so much better just because the, the guy who played the janitor didn't really feel like that vengeful type of person. No. And I feel like the way Rick Moranis looked and it like he he'd be that guy that's like, yeah, like I'm a nerd. I was a nerd in high school and I went to this high school and like, I know everything about you guys. So right. Fuck with me. See what happens. Yeah. I thought when I first read that, um, that little bit of background information i was kind of like oh okay yeah i could see that because rick moranis was totally like an 80s you know star and like you yep. know to put him in a john hughes movie was he in any a, a, any john hughes movies i don't think so you know i could totally see him fitting in with with um john hughes style but I actually kind of really liked the actor that ended up getting the part. I'm trying to, I don't remember his name. I'm looking it up right now. Cause he had, he, he played it in a way that was like, he wasn't so far up his own ass about being a janitor. You know, he's like, he, he accepted his role in life and it is what it is. And I think that he, I think the way that he portrayed being a janitor and like kind of knowing the dirt was really smart. Yeah, the actor's name that played the janitor was John Capellos. Right, yeah. He was in a bunch of stuff I've seen, but nothing I want to talk about. Sure. Um, looking up Rick Moranis, however. And I, I liked his interaction with the principal. You know, like when he caught him going through all the back yeah. records and stuff, he's like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, like. that. That's why I question whether or not he was the principal because why would he get in trouble for looking at the back records? It's literally his thing to look at. It is his thing to look at, but I think it's just kind of like, it's one of those things where like you're, you're looking for dirt, you know, like he was looking for dirt on people. So, yeah. Um, I don't think this is John Hughes movies. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah. I'm going to go with no, Mm. no John Hughes movies. I wish my blue heaven was, 
Uh, Stacy loves my blue hat. It's a popover. Uh, it's a popover. <laughs> Interesting She's... tidbit about popovers. Uh-oh. Invented in Maine. They're a New England uh, delicacy. <laughs> yeah. The popover. It's a modification of the Yorkshire pudding. Okay. Yeah. I want some popovers. I love popovers. Maybe for my event, I'll make some. My father-in-law makes some great popovers. Does he do it because of my blue heaven? Yes. Oh my god! He got the <laughs> he got the pan like he has like a popover. We got him a popover pan and stuff, and he'll make the popovers, and it's it's great. And you, there's nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I digest. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to touch on, I don't know if you want to touch on it. I got really weirded out at the very end of the movie when they all just start kissing. <laughs> kind of, yeah <laughs> it's just like their parents roll up and they're just like it's like wait yeah it's it, like it's not even that they were kissing it was more so like you're fucking tonguing somebody that you just <laughs> met in front of your parent <laughs> yes that's what like that's what bothered me <laughs> yeah yeah it does happen it does happen it's very there it's yeah right in your face I, and I, like i tried explaining this to my wife and like I could understand if they all started making out in a different corner of the library or a different alleyway of the school or something. And then they kind of like just left it as their own little secret. Yeah. But to be out at the main effing entrance on a Saturday afternoon in front of their parents and they're all like, exactly, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about on it? Um, so, one quick little bit of trivia on the movie that I thought was interesting and um, uh, important. So in 2016, the film was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Con Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So, so did that just completely disregard my whole rant about how it doesn't really fill the stereotypical like push of everything because it why would it get put in there the national film registry is it's there so it's it's basically they they it's a selection process where they take films that they think have had a massive impact on culture um and no matter at what at what time in history excuse me this beer is making me wicked okay. burpy and they preserve a film they preserve that film okay for for future reference you know so it's it's actually like a huge honor um to be selected as a, you know like you know, like star wars was in it and citizen kane and gone with the wind and you know we're talking about like some of the best movies that have ever been made of all time you know um it's kind of like it's like preserving a bit of our history you know, our cultural history. So, um, not every film gets selected for that. Okay. That's cool. I, that yeah. is, that's a really good piece of information. Yeah. Um, I think of, I think of like the Brat Pack films for me, this is probably the best one. I think it's a, as a movie, as a, as a movie, I think it's the best of the Brat Pack films. Uh, you might give me some shit on this. I've Maybe. never seen St. Elmore's Fire. Oh, um, St. Elmo's Fires. That is something. It's a much more serious movie. Okay. You know, um, I've seen it a couple of times. The last time I saw it was like 20 years ago. I haven't seen it in an extremely long time. 
Um, that's okay. I don't think I've ever seen, uh, I think it was weird science. I've never seen weird really? science. Yeah. I've never huh. seen weird science. I've seen 16 candles, but I don't remember a effing thing. From I don't it. remember a single thing about 16 candles. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but for some reason, the breakfast club, probably because I could identify with <laughs> the characters. Um, <laughs> all I just heard was in, in this. Oh, oh really? It's not doing it. Um, all I could, you know, I could identify with the characters in the breakfast club, which brings me on to my, like, let's close that with this question of the five. Who's, who are the care? What's the character or characters that you can identify with looking back with your, honestly. Yeah. All but, uh, Molly Ringwald's character. I was, I was the troublemaker kid. Mm Mm-hmm. I, at one point, I was maybe not a school jock, but I did play football. Yep. Uh, I was. You know how much of a nerd I try to be. I have right a plethora of useless knowledge. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not like geek nerd, but whatever. Yeah. And I, you know, I was the emo kid for a while. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty much everybody. Uh, everybody minus her. Yeah, I think I might. I would agree with myself with all of that. I would say I'd fall into all those characters, except if you swapped the jock and the princess and not because I think I was a princess. You are a princess, <laughs> <laughs> but more because like I could get along with some of the popular kids in school and, and I yeah. could fit in with that crowd a lot better than I could with the jocks. Okay. The jocks in, in my school growing up were complete douchebags, douchebags and assholes and arrogant pricks. And so like, they were like the worst of the popular kids, yeah. in my opinion. So I just didn't get along with m- many of them. Okay. <clears throat> so, but if I was to if I was to narrow it down to two, it would probably be um, Anthony Michael Hall's character and maybe Molly Ringwald's character a little bit. If I was to narrow it down to two, it would be Bender and probably Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, I fit in the two in the middle of those. Which I did is a couple because it's like a yin yang. Yeah, I did a couple of things like that where I took like what I thought were going to be easy courses. Like I took like electronic cl- electronics class for like a shop elective, thinking yep. like eh, it's just shop. Oh yeah, and I had my ass handed to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I took wood shop and thought it was going to be easy. Not easy. Not easy. <laughs> yeah. So I did watch a kid lay the fucking bedpost to broke and smashed him in the head oh jesus <laughs> it was the funniest thing because you see him at the lathe going zzz, yeah zzz, zzz, and you just hear and he just goes oh <laughs> and his head's fucking <laughs> yeah i i definitely went i went i electronics class i could handle to an extent but once we started getting into like learning capacitor values by like you look at a capacitor <laughs> No, you look at a capacitor and there's like these colored bands around a capacitor. Yeah. And depending on what order those colored bands are in, tells you the value of that capacitor. Meaning how much shock it I holds. just started going cross-eyed and I could not, I couldn't make any sense of it. And meanwhile, these chuckle fucks that were failing every other class were like, oh yeah, okay, so the blue band comes second. So it was a thing of like 0.22 picofarads or whatever. And I'm just like, how did... Did like you just say Pikachu's? No, Pikafarids. That is. <laughs> it's smaller than a microfarad. <laughs> Still got me. I know. So um, yeah. Anyway, Breakfast Club, good movie. What uh, what do you give it? Oh, scale of one to five. I think we do scale one to five. Right? I'm going to give it a four point seven. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, maybe 4.5. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I don't have much to complain about with the movie. It hits right real good in the nostalgia button. Great soundtrack. Yes. Great soundtrack. Uh, all the cheesy 80s feels. I'm all about it. I wish I could plug this in and just go, when you end it, go, yeah. hey, Dan. hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hell yeah. Ooh, Such a good song. Well. Sorry. But I digest. Um, <laughs> what do we have for time? We're over an hour. Jesus we're, Christ. We're just at an hour. We're making up for lo- for lost time yeah. with, the, uh, with the missed episodes. Uh, um, do you have a pick for next week yet? Do I have a pick for next week yet? Oh, God. <sighs> yes, but I'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. That works. Yeah. Got it. Uh, <laughs> All right. So Steve, into the fucking I know hour into the podcast. We'll try to blow through these next couple no, of things. We don't care. Uh, okay. <laughs> so um, a few weeks ago, Apple released the beta for iOS 15. Yes. At WWDC. Oh, no, I threw my phone. No, it's okay. You can throw your own phone. I don't care. Oh, wow. um, and Steve, you're on the beta program. I was on the beta program for 14. Yeah. Um, but I chose not to sign up for it this time just because I just... I, I jumped on my buddy's developer beta program. Yeah. Uh, what you, what are your thoughts? Go ahead. No, you go into it because you've been you've been dicking around with it more. For me, there wasn't enough that of a massive update for me to like. There really isn't. Yeah. It's it doesn't feel much different than iOS fourteen. So kind of typical for Apple. Yes. Well, yes fourteen and no. was a big was a big one. That's yeah, when you got the widgets and the different home yeah. screen layouts and all this other stuff that you I could was get excited into. for fourteen. Fifteen, like there are cool things, but it's not like it matters yet because nobody can use it. Like I was able to uh try out um being able to FaceTime with somebody on Android. Mm. it's kind of cool yep it's it's but it is what it is it doesn't really right whatever i'm kind of looking forward to that because the majority of my family um that lives down in florida runs android devices cool so you know over the past couple of weeks i was trying to facetime with some people down there and it's like oh wait i can't so i had to use google duo yeah you know which worked and it was fine yeah but you know it would be kind of nice just to use a native app yeah um I mean, there there are cool little quirks here and there that like it's cool to have. Wow, I just squeaked. I don't know. Why. It was very squeaky. Wicked squeaky. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Fuck. Ah, the, the soundboard just bit you back. <laughs> uh, whatever. He was shooting for the David oh, Dream. Wow. Uh, right. That one. Thanks. Uh, um. <laughs> Nail lips. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um. Yeah, there, there's cool features. Like one of the cool things is like if you make a phone call from somebody from a text, mm-hmm. it shows up in the text now. I'll show you. Okay, yeah, you're going to have to show me that because I kind of don't really fully understand what you're saying. So in the messages app. Yeah. If you try to call somebody while you're in, so if you go up and like click on their name and Maybe then click just on FaceTime. call, yeah, okay, it just what it puts a timestamp in your messages. Yeah, it'll say like FaceTime call started. Oh, it's, interesting. It's not there. And I called Jill. Well, I called my wife. Yeah. From from the uh, thing, and I thought I saw it, but I guess it disappeared. Hmm, interesting. Um, there's that. There's um, D- did you did you get to check out the uh, the new maps? So right now. I think there's a bug in it that it's not letting you like do like the 3D turn. Oh, okay, like like actually like 
adjust the yeah. the tilt of the yeah the surface tilt hasn't been working the last two ones I I, okay. I managed to get it to work once yeah but it wasn't enough of a tilt to check it yeah, but, it's a beta but yeah and from my understanding it's only in big cities that it's doing that okay yeah that's that's what they did in, in the past when remember when like Apple Maps and Google Maps originally came out with like their 3D maps yes and it was only in like Paris and New York City and stuff like mm -hmm. that so I mean they're doing that everywhere now like there Pretty much. is 3d but it's not like it's not what i saw yet right and i've been looking for spots that it would be and i can't find it so okay yeah um i don't know there, there's little things that are annoying with me annoying with me yeah there are little things that are annoying me like uh i, I don't know if it's a 15 thing or just an apple carplay thing hmm. but if you're using like ways and listening to something when Waze chimes in to tell you like, oh, turn left in 15 feet or whatever, it kind of overrides whatever's playing and it sounds lo-fi and it won't go away. Oh, okay. So the, your, your, um, music audio or whatever, or whatever you're listening to won't come back up to the full. Yeah. Like volume. it doesn't, okay. it kind of, you know how it puts it in the background and sure. jumps. Yeah. It doesn't do that. It doesn't come back. Yeah, and you, I have to like hit the Siri button to get it to come back, and then mm, put that's it. That's annoying. Yeah, I don't. Again, it's a beta, so that sounds like some type of. A, I haven't driven a lot of cars with CarPlay, so I don't can't tell if it's one thing or the other. Does it? So I know that like so your new vehicle has CarPlay. Does it happen in your older vehicle? I don't have CarPlay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it, so it's just a CarPlay issue. It's not yeah. a Bluetooth with navigation. No. Yeah. I'd, it's not like a thing with Waze, like if you were to use it in your regular car. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, other than that, like, I mean, it, it's, there's not a whole lot. There, It's kind of, there's things in like notes and everything that, that kind of are cool. Like you can reference back to something you wrote before if you can't find it you mm -hmm. can now pin notes uh like you can text messages from 14 yeah do you know about have you ever pinned do you pin text messages uh oh up at the top so yeah. like you click on the person's face and it'll yeah like you have like a little thing no you know what i've never actually taken advantage of that and i feel like i should because like yeah see i i'm gonna have to have you show three, me by the way nice <laughs> i'm gonna have to have you show me that because there's yeah. a lot of like common people that I interface with yeah but at different times and i don't want to have them like you know how like absolutely if you, regular messages thing all of a sudden they'll be like 40 messages down because you haven't interacted with them in a while but you want yeah. to the weird part is is like i kind of wish the text messages looked like this for everybody yeah i think it would be awesome um i'm trying to let me see if there's anything else that i i like want to touch on on it because like it's not impressive but it's not not impressive it sounds like it's it's par for the course when it comes to ios updates yeah you know just incremental upgrades yeah they do they touch on a lot of things that they should have touched on five years ago sure but yeah i mean that being said like having widgets on the ipad home screen is definitely like oh yeah that uh, just makes sense now yeah i it, i think my more annoyance is the fact that there's not a whole lot of adaption yet mm-hmm is adaption a word? Adaptation. Adaptation? There's no. No, I don't. Adoption? No. Yeah, adoption. Let's say adoption. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's not a lot of adoption when it comes to widgets. Like, I kind of expect my bank to make a widget that I can put on my home screen. Right. And none have. Yeah. None are, that I use. Have. There are a lot of apps. It seems to be it seems to be relegated to 
Apple native apps. Mm -mm. I know that there are a few third-party apps that you can do like big widgets with and change the size and stuff like that, but um, it's few and far between. Which annoys me. Like, I we'll see eventually mm-hmm. I think maybe people will start doing it I feel like the bank I use if I if you enough people ask them about it they'd probably try and make something probably I mean it might be one of those cases where it's like a squeaky wheel gets the grease it's like it's like they already kind of have one right there right yeah but it, like why can't you just make it movable why can't you put it on my home screen mm-hmm. uh, sorry I'm yawning it's, it's not because good. it's not because I of mean, things being boring I, I do like I do like it but yeah. it's not like it's nothing I'm not used to. It's nothing that I had to like learn. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. So um, are you going to get on the, the public beta when it goes? Possibly. I, I might do it. It's I, been really stable for what it's worth. I get really worried about um, stability. Some Not stability. It isn't really stability. It's more battery life. My battery life has been the same. You know, because I, from what I've found from being on previous betas, you get you sign up for the new beta and for some reason like your battery life just tanks yeah i thought it was going to happen because it was the first one mm-hmm. that stayed the same interesting i've okay. had maybe three resprings and the resprings were like uh when i like would swipe down swipe up swipe left sure and that was it so while we're on the subject of apple so i have the um the iphone, iPhone 12 pro yep so it's stainless steel enclosure uh-oh now, your iPhone is an aluminum enclosure, correct? I don't think so. Do you have a, a 11? I have an 11. Yeah, so it's yours glass. is aluminum. It's glass. No, no, yeah, but the frame is aluminum. Oh, yes. The frame of mine is stainless. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So, it's a first for you, Apple to have a stainless steel phone. Yeah, the bezel. It, the, the whole entire chassis is made out of stainless steel. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's heavier. It's it's like a like new that looking. phone is just the regular iPhone 12 Pro. You have the Max. This no, I have the regular. Oh, okay, I was gonna say this weighs as much as the previous generation Max. Yeah, it's a much it does, heavier yeah. phone. But um, one thing I've noticed that I thought was kind of interesting that I never really ran into an issue with before. I take my lunch break outside in my car. Yeah, and I have a cell phone mount up on my dashboard. Yep, my phone overheats. In the course of the half hour or 20 minutes that I'm sitting in my car eating lunch, my phone will heat up to the point because it's in the dash, but because it's on top of the dash Is in the charging? sun. No, because it's on top of the dash in the sun. Hmm. This phone gets hot as Satan's asshole. Like, <laughs> and, and what happens is, is the, um, the backlight for the screen will shut off in order to like keep the temperature down. I hate that. And it drives me nuts. And I never ran into that problem with any of my old aluminum iPhones. I Yes, I've run into that. And it got so hot. So my wife, I talked to my wife on um, my lunch break today and I put the phone up to my ear and I had to pull it away from my ear because the phone was so hot. And, and I think it might be, so stainless steel is not as good of a heat dissipator as aluminum is. Okay. You know? And I, I don't know if anybody else is having that issue. If you are, leave, drop a comment like on our Facebook or something. Yeah. I'd be really interested to hear your results because it's, it's, I don't know. I just think it's, it's, it's really weird. And design I don't, flaw. yeah, it might be a bit of a design flaw because of the inherent nature of stainless versus aluminum, you know? Yeah. My name is Jeff. That came out of nowhere and has nothing to do with anything, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Unless we're talking about, um, 
I'm not going to say it because I don't want to blow. Bezos? No, I don't want to blow his cover. We have a friend. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to <laughs> blow his cover. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I have that issue a little bit too. When it's extremely hot, you said it was today, right? It was today. Today was today. When it's too hot, this phone won't charge past eighty. Interesting. Yeah. Like I even if I put a fan on it. I, yeah. I, I, Oh yeah, like I held it in front of my AC vent. So like yeah. my car was running with the AC on yeah. the whole time. You know, I mean, so, uh, apologies to all the the friggin' polar bears out there, but yeah, I was running my car while I was eating my lunch. <laughs> and, you know, to try to get like, you know, I don't have AC where I'm at. So yeah. my car is my air conditioner. No, I get it. But I was literally holding it in front of the vent to try to get it to cool down and try to get the backlight to come back on because I was watching a video. Yeah, I do hate that. When it gets too hot, it like reduces the backlight and you can't see it. It's smart, you know, so your phone doesn't completely overheat and blow up or, or, or kill the battery life or whatever. Like, it's it's a it's a smart idea. But it doesn't it really, like yes. in, in, in like... It does it when you're using the damn time, phone. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you, you like, know? I'll restart it to get it to work and it'll work for a minute and then it's like nope fuck you yeah, yeah yeah it's kind of annoying so okay so you're having it with your phone which is aluminum so that's that's one you know that's one but yeah i'd be interested to hear if anybody else is running let into that. us know yes seriously yes um what else? all right you wanted to talk about something your wife did that you've been telling her to do for quite a while so i have been my wife is I my wife. My wife. <laughs> she's nice. Very nice. <laughs> she, she is, I can't even say avid reader because that she's is. She's a mega reader? Yeah. It like avid barely scratches the surface of the amount that my wife reads. I know her. She'll do very five well. or six books a week. Yes. I know her very well. Yeah. And she never not has a book. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. For our anniversary, I bought her a Kindle Oasis. I saw a picture of it. That's cool. It looks The thing's good. pretty badass. I think I saw it on Instagram. It, and it weighs nothing. It weighs less than a paperback. Like a typical paperback book. It That's weighs cool. less than that. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, so she reads her ass off. And I have been nagging her for... Oh, God. Ever since, pretty much ever since the book or the movie came out to read The Martian. I was like, you need to read The Martian. It's easy to read. It's fast. Uh, it's funny as hell, and you'll love it. And she finally read it last week. And she loved it, didn't she? She absolutely loved it. She does a lot of book ratings. Holy cow, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve just found the, the recline release for the chair that he's sitting in, and it just rocketed back. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> if you heard a loud thunk, <laughs> that was Steve almost falling <coughs> over. Yep. Um, Sorry, guys. So anyway, yeah, she she does a lot of book reviews and stuff. Like she has like her Instagram page, which I'm not going to share because people are creepy. She <laughs> she does book reviews. And uh, yeah, she rated it five stars, you know, mm. which is pretty rare for her to give a five star review. She's more of a three or four star type yeah, of person. Yeah, she, she's, she's as much of a nerd as we are in different aspects. And yeah, you can see that. I can see that she would do that. She she probably liked the numbers on it. Like, right. Uh, yeah, I love that book. Yeah, it's such a good book. I'm going to listen to it when I tomorrow. It's such work. a good book. I'm I know. Gonna listen to Thanks. That's on my like re listen list once a year yeah like if i burn through my all my podcasts or whatever i'll check on the martian or like ready player one 
Oh, and I'll fuck, re-listen to I it. I want to listen to both of those. But yeah, so she finally read the the Martian, and she absolutely loved it. And I'm so pumped because now we can watch the movie. She's never seen it. She's never seen it, and that's what's going to be on my on my watch list for the week. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So we can talk about the the Martian and, and, you know, the discussion will be a bit of like that versus the book and our opinions of it. So if you do want to re-listen to it, I listened to it about a month ago. So I've kind of got it a little bit fresh I'm in my brain. I'm going to re-listen to it this week so we can... Yeah, you'll be able to burn through it at work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to re-watch The Martian. So for anybody out there that wants to watch The Martian, it'll be the first time for my wife. So I'll, I'll get some notes from her and her perspective. We might have her talk about it too. Maybe, possibly. We'll Just see. Just for a minute. She we'll said see. hi last couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to her and see if she wants to jump on. Um, I, I got another mic. We got... We got another mic. It's it's in a box. We do have another mic. It's somewhere down here. It's in a box. I've got oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's The Martian. It's great. Sweet. Go read it. Go watch it. Whatever. Check it out with us next week. We're at an hour and 16 minutes. Yeah, this is a pretty good long podcast for yeah. us. We've cut it down to maybe an hour and five, but... Eh, we'll see. I'd, we'll see. I, I don't I know. Honestly, there wasn't a lot of bullshit in no. this episode. Not no. a lot of fluff. No. I might just... Straight no chaser. I might just... Yeah. I think I might. <laughs> yeah. So... This might come out early. Yeah, I know. All right. So, typically, we have recommendations. Um, I... Fuck. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Damn it. I was hoping that you had yours so I could just fuck around on the internet real quick and find a recommendation. Okay. Oh, I'm, no, I got it. All right, you go. I hate this band. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love them. Okay. <laughs> and every time they come out with something reminiscent of their first two albums makes me hate them. Okay. But they come out with, they've come out with two albums named the same thing, one and two, that are just a f departure of what they were doing. Okay. And it's amazing. The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay. The Zombie EP yep. was amazing. I loved it. Interesting. I hate Mike Hanerka's like, <laughs> voice. That, well, sure. <laughs> sorry. That sounded almost pornish. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not going to watch that porn. <laughs> please don't. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it just, it annoys me. But the zombie EP was amazing. The zombie EP two came out and there's like <clears throat> a little more old devil wears Prada in it, okay. but it's still really good. Like the song nightfall. Boom. All right. I'll have to check it out. Cause I like the devil wears Prada. I just, I, I got tired of the same thing over and over again. Did you like with Roots Above and Branches Below? Is that the one that has like the Scorpion Deathlock on it? No. Um, that has... Um, John, what's your name again? No, that is, that's the previous one. That's Plagues. Okay. This one has... Um, Oh shit! What's the name of the effing song? I think by I think I never gave it a big chance. I listened to it, but not uh, enough. Des Moines, okay, is one. Uh, the assistant to the regional manager, okay, is another song. Effing great songs. I'll check it out. I never gave it a chance because I effing great songs. By within a year of plagues coming out, yeah, is when I started hating them. Plagues, I didn't like. 
And, I, and you know, a lot of the diehard Devil Wars Prada fans can like shit on me for that, but I did not like Plagues. I liked, for a long time, I really liked the Scorpion Deathlock for the uh, breakdown. Mm-hmm. But no, there's only one, possibly two old, old Devil Wears Prada songs that I like. And uh, the one for sure is Texas is South. And it's only because of that, like, breakdown. And then out of nowhere, it just sounds like a fucking sword being sliced through air. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, uh, dogs can grow beards all over. Oh, okay. Interesting. That was the song that got me into them. Yeah, that's an that's an older song. Yeah. I think that might be off of Plagues. Nope, that one's off the first album. That's Plagues. Nope, the, that was the second album. Really? Yep. Promise you. You sure? Positive. Okay. I almost said bless the martyr and kiss the child, but that was uh, bless the fall. Are you sure? Positive. Devil wears pro. Dear love. A beautiful Discord. Discord. A beautiful Discord. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dogs can grow beards all over. Yeah. I didn't like that album. I wasn't a massive fan of Plagues. I like the fact that there was a, this like the heavy, head. heavy, heavy metalcore band that incorporated synth, but then they just started incorporating yeah. synth way too much. Although, Hey John, What's Your Name Again was all right. Yeah. Um, hey Dude. Or, isn't it like, Hey Dude, What's Your Screen Name or something? No, it's Hey John, What's Your Name Again. Oh, isn't there a Hey Dude something? Dude, that was brutal? Possibly. No, HTML rules, dude. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Great hey, song dude, titles. Wicked <laughs> stupid. They, they have another song that's called I Hate Buffering. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Wiggly Style, which is a great song. You will like with Roots Above and Branches Below, I'm saying it. That being said, yes, I love their cover of fucking Still Fly. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was really good. Um, So, anyway... That's my, uh, that was your, yours. (laughs) That was your pick. So it was the zombie two EP. EP. Check it out. Um, so my pick, so we're very nerdy. We're musicians. I'm a musician. I'm a guitar player. There's a YouTube channel called that pedal show. Uh Oh, if anybody is into the geeky minutia of, um, of guitars and amps and pedals, it's very easy to either be completely turned off by this show or be completely hooked. And I am totally hooked. Nerd boner. Yeah. Yeah. They go into like some seriously deep dives into, into, uh, into guitar stuff. And I, I love it. I've seen every single episode. I'm completely addicted. So I would say go check out that pedal show on YouTube. Okay. It's great. I'm going to watch it, but I can't guarantee you. They're British. So if oh, you can deal mm, with British, then you'll like, like it. I don't like but, the accents. Sorry. It's really nerdy. Like they'll talk about like what makes an analog delay, an analog delay and the different kinds of like chips that go into it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that probably it's, turned me off. Yeah, you probably told me. <laughs> yeah, it's wicked specific. In depth. It's, it's deep. It's okay. deep. So, um, yeah, those are our picks. Uh, yeah. I mean, that pretty much wraps it up finally yeah (laughs) so anyway yep uh that does it for tonight we are nerds of unusual origin i am frank i am steve and may the force be with you (laughs) 